0: War Eagle. This is War Bloggle with Bloggle spot number 188. It is January 9th in the year of our gust 2017. It's 46 degrees outside, which is a lot warmer than it's been the last few days. And it's what? 520 or so. It's been a while. I've been off work. Today's my first day back in the office since about December 20th, so I haven't really had normal commute home where I record these things um, so it's it's been a while since since I've, I've been able to do one of these um, obviously there have been quite a few basketball games since that point uh, there's been a football game let's recap real quick since the 20th I guess Auburn in basketball beat Oklahoma beat UConn everything's looking good Came home after Christmas, played Georgia. Huge crowd, loud, up by 10, 12, 13 points. Bad call, kind of flips the game. Not blaming it on the bad call, blaming it on the way we handled the bad calls, two or three bad calls. Ended up losing by 10. Georgia's not a bad team. A close loss, If it, had, if we had kind of been hanging around and they just beat us, would have been acceptable, I think. But to be up 13 at home and then lose by 10 wasn't good um what happened next we went to vandy uh well well let me i'll just tell on one sport we went to vandy went up there kind of i kind of felt like hey we should have beaten georgia we knew that we turned things around we whatever and then i forgot that vandy has this rule or something they have they've got some voodoo or what i don't know what but it's a, it's a, I think it's a, Van, a Tennessee State law that when Auburn goes to Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt is given forty three pointers. <clears throat> they given forty three pointers, and then after that, it's it's whatever they do on their own, because every single time we go up there, it seems like we're losing by thirty in the first half. They are not good. I, I think they've got a barely a winning record. They, Alabama beat some two days after us, and Alabama's not any better than us. Um, we It was 21-2. to 21-2. A team with four and five stars on it go into a bad team's gimmick of an arena. That's probably has something to do with it. The fact that they get to play and practice in an arena that's unlike any other arena in the nation. And you just have to go up there one day out of the year... <clears throat> Actually, Auburn's have gone up there four days out of the last three years, and they've only come to Auburn once. I don't understand that. But go up there, can't make a layup. We missed so many layups and putbacks it wasn't even funny. We played no defense, gave up 100-something threes. One guy had like 40 himself. And it's ridiculous. We haven't, They've beaten us 12, 12 games in a row. I think it was like eight years in a row. Yeah, and they've had good teams. This team's not that good. They have some of the players over there last year that beat us, but I guess that's part of having freshmen. I don't know, but freshmen should be able to make wide open layups, especially when they do it in games against UConn and Oklahoma and Texas Tech, who's only lost like two games. And I don't, I don't know. I mean, I know Oklahoma and UConn aren't that good this year, or not by their standards, but you go into the SEC play and you play three teams. I'll go, go ahead and go to Ole Miss real quick. Ole Miss was almost the exact same game as Georgia. They did kind of lead us more in the first half. We took the lead. I want to say it was like 16 to 15. Got up by 10, looking really good. And in the second half, just couldn't make a shot. We came back from 10 and tied it up with like a minute left. Let them shoot a wide-open three-pointer. D'Angelo Pierrefoy got hurt. And for some reason, that turned into putting Devin Waddell in and I'm fine with him going in there and taking the charge every once in a while but when he's around the three-point line and all we're doing is passing it to him and him faking a pass to the corner and then pass it back to the point guard then back to Waddell and him faking a pass to the corner. I mean it was like six times in a row. We have got players that can drive and score. Mustafa, Jared, Harper, Ronnie Johnson, who needs to play a lot more. He is really good. He's an experienced point guard, a graduate transfer from Houston. He knows how to play, and he drives, and he does that little teardrop shot, and he knows how to score. He needs to play more. And I don't I don't care if he's three feet tall. If you're just going to have Devin Waddell around, around the three-point line to pass the ball and not do anything with it, put Johnson in there. I know that might hurt on the defensive end, but you're not going to win if you don't score anyway. The whole second half was just passing around the three-point line. I know that's everybody's gripe is that we don't really have a half-court offense. We we won't score unless we're, you know, on a fast break or something like that. And to a point, it's true. We don't seem to run plays to get a guy open and make an easy shot. We either maybe sometimes get a guy semi-open for the three-point, around the three-point line and we have some some uh, point guards that'll drive. And then every once in a while, if Dunnans is playing well, he'll score, but we're just... It's like people have figured out what we're good at and just squashed it with certain defensive sets. I mean, and Dunnans didn't even play until like the last 10 minutes of the game. He must have been in trouble or something. He didn't seem mad. He was laughing on the on the sideline, but I don't know. Auburn... I know Vandy beat us pretty bad. We ended up coming back, and it was only 19, only 19. I know they beat us pretty bad, but Auburn should have won all three of those games. Auburn was winning by 10 in two of them, and then the other one was Vandy, who's not good. Next, we go to Missouri tomorrow, or maybe Wednesday. Purifoy's not going because he sprained his ankle against Ole Miss. He'll be out. But Missouri's 5-9. and nine. Sounds like a game you'd be able to go and win, but it also feels like a game like Vanderbilt, a place you're not used to. I think Auburn's only played there once or twice. It'll be half empty. It'll be a boring, probably covered in snow up there. Nobody can get out. It'll be a boring, quiet game. They'll have 100 students who will be really loud. Just like last year, we were better than Missouri last year. They were terrible, terrible, and we went up there and lost. Not sure why we have to go up there again. Are they coming here? I don't know. I mean, I know Bruce Pearl has brought in four and five stars and I'm not in any way writing him off or whatever. I know when you're starting four freshmen, it's a struggle. And basketball is one of those games where the coach seems to matter the least. I mean, if you look at the NBA, they don't seem to do anything. They might draw up a play on an inbound near the end of the game, but it, you know, it's it's a one-on-one type game, and that's the type of team we're, we are right now, and we don't need to be that. But, again, that's playing with freshmen who have never had to play defense and don't know how to play defense. They were the star on their team, and they scored 60 points a night, and it didn't matter what the other team did. So... I mean, Dunnin's T.J. Dunnin is very. I like him. He's frustrating. He can be awesome, but he can also try way too hard and throw the ball away. But he does seem to enjoy playing defense, and that's we need him as a senior or whatever he is. He's yeah, I guess he's a senior, JUCO senior, something. We need him to show them what playing defense is like because it's not there. That that's the problem. We scored 85 points against Ole Miss and lost. 85 is a, a pretty good amount. So I know every nobody was expecting greatness this year in basketball. Everybody was expecting good. Some people were maybe expecting a NCAA tournament. And when you go ten and two, is that what we were at ten and two? Yeah, ten and five now. Ten and two with wins over decent teams. We got blown out by Purdue, but they beat Wisconsin, who was number 13 last night. Purdue's a good team, losing by whatever we lost to them, not a terrible thing. Losing to Boston College seemed to be terrible at the time, but they hung with Duke. They beat um, Providence, who's always pretty good. Who else did they beat? They beat somebody half-decent, was it Virginia? I don't know, they beat somebody about a week or two ago. Kinda of took the sting off that loss. But now we lost to Georgia and Ole Miss. Everybody kind of said Ole Miss wasn't that great. Their two SEC losses were Florida and Kentucky. So and they're they're pretty much have the same record as Auburn right now. So I don't know if we can act like Ole Miss was terrible. I mean they seem to have most of the same players they always do. So I don't know. We need to beat Missouri. We'll play Kentucky on Saturday. You know, up there. You know, we beat them last year, so. A don't expect a miracle though i don't know so what else happened oh auburn lost the football game to oklahoma i'm not gonna get into a ton of that in this one because i don't have 30 more minutes but the same it was the same season it was the same as the season pretty much auburn was fine on that first drive they were running all over the place didn't have a negative play the defense was holding strong after that. Sean White got hurt, couldn't throw the ball. After that, we weren't the same team. That's that's how the season went, that's how the game went. Lost 35 to 19. That was 19, yeah. Not a terrible loss. For some reason, people thought it was embarrassing. I don't understand why. They were the number seven team in the nation. Number two offense in the nation, scored We gave up a touchdown less than they normally score, and that was with our offense giving the defense no time to rest in the second half. If your starting quarterback doesn't play, you're not going to be as good. The same people who were up in arms about losing to Alabama, which is what every team in the nation this year can say, you lost to Alabama, the ones that played them, Those same people were up in arms after the game. I'm not sure what you were expecting. We knew we had to have our healthiest team, our most healthy team playing to win. And when that wasn't there anymore, it was very tough. I'm not gonna get into quarterback development and who should have been playing and whatever and whatever and whatever. Because again, like I said, I don't have 30 more minutes. But if you're starting quarterback who, in all reality, should have been the backup quarterback this year and last year, gets hurt and he can't throw the ball and doesn't, and has a cast on his arm on the sideline, you're not going to be as good. I don't care if you're Alabama. If Jalen Hurts gets hurt tonight, they're not going to be as good. They won't have that threat, their running threat of Jalen Hurts. Auburn lost the passing threat when Sean White went out. So all Oklahoma did was load the box and stop carry-on and Cameron. And they were doing that while beating Braden Smith, who was playing through a broken hand that nobody knew about to the end of the game. So, I'm, I am I don't want to even get started because I, I know I won't I'll be able to finish all this, but I don't know what you were expecting is my thing. If the starting quarterback gets hurt... And you want to go we ain't got a viable backup okay name me a team name me a team that has a viable backup that will come in and beat alabama because we had the same situation jeremy johnson our third string quarterback was playing against alabama and against clemson in the first game but you know it was different circumstances name me a team that would bring in their third string quarterback and beat alabama and oklahoma name one I'm waiting. I don't hear you speaking through the phone. Maybe. I don't know. Name one. There's not one. I know you're mad that you saw your team lose. I was mad that we lost. But I don't put it on stupid. I don't make up things. Make up excuses to to be able to blame something. I tweeted this the day after the game. I'm going to try not to get loud. I tweeted this the day after the game. Maybe two days after the game if you make up a phrase and throw it out on Twitter, throw it out on Facebook or something about football, by the end of the day, and say Auburn lacks that, and that's why Auburn's losing, it could be a made-up word. I think I said running back contentrum. If you typed, Auburn has no running back contentrum, by the end of the day, a message board, specifically the bunker, a message board... Um, Twitter, Facebook, they would all be up in arms about Auburn's lack of running back potential, Because most people don't have a clue what Auburn lacks and, does and has an excess in. They have no clue. You might have played football in high school. You might have played piccolo in high school. I guarantee you don't know near as much as anybody coaching on the sideline. Anybody. None. Not even half. So when you look, you see your team lose, the team you wanted to win, it doesn't matter if it's Auburn or not, the team you wanted to win, and you see the people on the sideline, that you look at this as that person doing something you didn't want to happen. So you just get mad. And you start yelling things because you're mad because what you wanted didn't happen. And you make up things. And you latch on to things that you see other people say. And, any, and then any person that says the opposite, or not even that, any person that doesn't say the exact same thing as you, is an idiot homer. That's me. An idiot homer that must be on the payroll. Nope. Auburn lost their starting quarterback against the number seven team in the nation, and that team scored five touchdowns, which was less than their average, and Auburn scored two touchdowns and two field goals. That's what happened. Gus Malzahn didn't look look through the TV and go, hmm, I don't like that guy right there. I'm about to do this to make him mad. He didn't do that. That's not how it works. He put the best players out there that he has. And don't talk about wide receivers. I can hear you saying it right now. Nate Craig Myers came out after the game, said he was hurt almost all season with something. He said he was healthy in this game, but he hadn't played all year. He caught one touchdown pass against Louisiana Monroe. Players like that. I mean, If there's somebody playing, it's because they did something right in practice or did something right in a game earlier in the season. If there's a person not playing, they're either hurt, in trouble, or have not done the right thing to prove that. You don't get to sit there from your keyboard, from your recliner, on your back deck, in your swimming pool and sit there and think you have a clue what goes on behind the closed doors. I don't have a clue, but I know that. And just think, that guy was really good in high school and he was a four star, why isn't he playing? These coaches must be idiots. No, you just don't have a clue. Am I acting like every person that, that played or didn't play should have been the opposite? There might have been one out there that should have been playing. Kyle Davis might have played more, but maybe he doesn't block well in running plays. Maybe as a freshman he doesn't understand his routes when he's not catching the pass matter as well. That's usually the case with freshman receivers that come in and they're studs. They think they're supposed to catch the ball every single time it's thrown. Maybe he hadn't realized that yet. I don't know. Except reality. Quit getting mad at Fantasy World, where you think you know everything. Maybe start a blog and hear people complain all the time, and then you'll understand it. Because I feel like I understand it. Not understand how football works. Not understand X's and O's, because I, I i understand football just about as much as an average Joe. I watch it. I love it. I couldn't tell you what a... I mean, I know what a nickel package is and all that stuff is. Couldn't tell you why, when, where, who should be where. I know somebody who played DB in high school right now is saying I'm an idiot. But, I I mean, I understand that if your players aren't as good as the other team, you're probably going to lose. And if your best player and your quarterback gets hurt, you're probably going to lose, especially if you're playing a top-10 team. And it shouldn't be expected that your second and third-string quarterbacks – who are kind of in a weird situation considering our third string was supposed to be a Heisman candidate last year, not by Auburn's standards, or not by Auburn's words, or his words, or Gus's words, by the world's words, our third string was supposed to be a Heisman candidate. I don't think that's anybody's fault but his. And nobody could see that coming. If your third string is what's having to play because of injury or whatever, you're probably not going to beat the 10th, 7th best team or the 1st best team. I don't know what you're expecting. I did not see outrage. I mean, I'm going to take George out of it because that was outrage. But again, hurt quarterback, hurt running back, not even playing. The entire backfield hurt, but whatever. The outrage after losing to Alabama and losing to Oklahoma was the biggest I had seen in years. And it should have been the smallest I know it's Alabama, but we're playing the third string quarterback against the best team in the nation. Everybody's saying the best team they've had. What do you think is going to happen? I hope Auburn can win. i watch it down to the very last play wanting a touchdown, even if it doesn't matter. I hope and want, and I'm the biggest optimist in the world. That doesn't mean that i'm going to get outraged and call for heads of everybody involved because they didn't beat a team with their third string quarterback and the same with oklahoma so i don't know i'm i went into it more than i thought i would i'll have a day where i yell at what i need to yell at uh in the next few days probably but I guess I'm about to go watch Clemson beat Alabama because I do think they will. I I don't care if it's Alabama or not. I think Clemson is the team, has the team, to beat Alabama. I say that now. Alabama could definitely still win by 30 points because that's how the world works. Bloggle spot, number 188. Done. War Eagle.